Thanks for listening to Open Collar on Anchor. Thank you, Rep. Welcome to Open Collar. I am Corey Hees, Michelle. The faceless wonder, once again, is Ryan. Three for three. Whoop, whoop. Wait, three for four? I feel like you guys did one without me. I... Yeah, Wonder Woman. Ugh. Shit ah, fest. That's, God. That's, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> mad. That was the worst. The longest and the worst. Apparently yeah. everybody said it was not good. Yeah. We're, uh, we're part of that everybody uh, group. Okay, yeah. That was the Malt. consensus. Except for uh, Steve on the last show. McCoy, special guest, enjoyed it. The oh yes, that's true. he found he found faults, but he yeah. also enjoyed it. He, yeah, he looked past them. Good for we've, done, we, we've done that. With movies, <laughs> hey, we, we you got to be an optimist. Yeah, yeah. We, we do that with uh, with some stuff too. But it's also just so much more fun talking about the faults. Yes, this it? is true. Like even even for movies that we love, like well, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's awesome, but it just doesn't make any sense. So the entire third act Optimus Prime, who was heading towards the battle, somehow just disappeared and showed up at the very end of it? That's Poor right. <laughs> well, it's only by the world's greatest director, Michael Bay. I do love how he used a shot from the island in Transformers and just threw like a Transformer in it. He's the hero we need. D- different, different time. Not today. Today is... Or Star Wars esque, based on save the, that for the dedicated Michael Bay episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about oh, shooting on stuff? Yeah, that might be a that might be a like four hour <laughs> yeah session per mini series, a twelve part series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a mini series. It'll be a full out series, just movie by movie. Although I think if we talked about Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two, we'll just oh like I mean, gush over. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> Reggie. Yeah, just Reggie. It's two hours of just dissecting the Reggie scene in Bad Boys 2. But again, we are Star Warsing it up with uh, some Mandalorian appreciation discussion and critiquing, I guess. And then other aspects of the Star Wars universe, I guess. Because, again, we never talked about Skywalker. No. Are we... Uh, we'll, we'll of we, we might do yeah, a, get to that, get, a get that. one. We'll, we'll get yeah. there. But uh, first, so yeah, we uh, all have seen the two seasons of The Mandalorian, which wrapped, what, two, three weeks ago? Was, uh, three or four weeks ago? Well, Before Christmas December 18th time. was the last day. A full month ago. So. One month ago. <laughs> Those unaware, this is Disney Plus's extension of the Star Wars universe, or... If I'm led to believe, based on the beginning of every episode, Star Wars is a studio now. Apparently, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, it, it does seem that way. Well, Lucasfilm, and then Star Wars, and then yeah. we go into bring back Lucas Arts. They are kind of in the in the really? gaming Lucasfilm games. Lucasfilm now. games, yeah. Oh, cool! Fun, which is fun because, like, I I remember. Some of my favorite games growing up were the like 
the TIE Fighter game. TIE Fighter, the, X-Wing. TIE Fighter, X-Wing. Those ones yeah. were awesome. Um, and then there Played was... a lot of Shadow of the Empire on N64. Yes, that one was good. Just was... playing uh, the Hoth ep- uh, level, level. Like, yeah. on repeat. <laughs> Absolutely, it was the best <laughs> Just the music, taking down AT-ATs. Uh, and then uh, the I I used to have this uh, this like boxed set of games that included so it included Tie Fighter, um, but it had like Indiana Jones, uh, it had oh I know the game you're talking uh, about uh, like yeah. full, full throttle full throttle is good um, all all that kind of kind of point and click Monkey walk your character over to a spot game. Yeah. Uh, I used to love those, and uh, now Lucasfilm Games is that it? Lucas Arts Games, Lucasfilm, Lucasfilm, Lucasfilm Games, Games um, is uh, is going to be making a new indie game. So that's yeah, fun. it's that's like uh, Disney's, which is funny because they own all these studios in whether it's film, TV, gaming now are finally like condensing everything into one, uh, like per. I guess line. So you got rid of Marvel Television. Everything's falling under Marvel Studios. You got rid of, I guess, Lucas Arts and all the other stuff like that. And now it's yeah. Lu- Lucasfilm yeah. Games Simpl- Division. Lucasfilm Games, yeah. yeah. Simplifying so it. Yeah. Simplifying it, but also still vastly expansive. Making it way worse. <laughs> expansive, yeah. Yeah. The Disney Empire. You think we'll we'll live to see the day where that that falls? Absolutely. You know, there's gonna be there's gonna be some sort of government coming in and picking up those monopolies i think we'll live to see the day where disney just becomes its own form of government and we're all under the yeah rule of mickey mouse <laughs> i for one welcome our, our, <laughs> our round-eared overlord <laughs> <laughs> they just scrapped their annual passes eh for disney because of yeah i guess it's because of covid the yeah dystopian world we're going to be living in <laughs> it doesn't make sense to say you can buy this pass that you know it's good for a year yeah. it makes sense like for them they can charge more now because they're not offering the you know you buy your pass go whenever you want way, though like i mean it's whatever. well you know people aren't going to buy it when they fine. reopened during the, the covid it was because of limited capacities you have to book your days right so like, by having an open-ended pass, I guess it's uh, it's too hard, hard to control the capacity. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's only it's only going to get worse. Because yeah, it just it seems like having a yeah having a year pass, you can make the monthlies look less enticing. I guess. Uh, here we go. We got uh, oh the clickety clacks. We're we're getting pricey. The, ty- the typing the typing <laughs> test. Maybe speaking underneath that helmet over here. <laughs> so Mandalorian. Yes. Is what we were just <laughs> to get back on on track here. So yeah, it's the first official non film standalone. Standalone, but also not within the content yeah, not standalone continuity. You know, not the holiday special, yeah. not uh, the cartoons, not the Ewoks movie mandalorian christmas vacation i can't wait for that yeah mando goes hawaiian (laughs) yeah um mandalorian 2 mandalorian goes west (laughs) (laughs) i'm 
pretty sure it's Mandalorian 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Or the, or <laughs> the, the streets. Man- <laughs> yeah, the streets. I was, I was saving that one for later. <laughs> <laughs> too fast, too Mando. <laughs> um, yeah, so there was that failed Marvel. Not Marvel. Ooh, yeah, relax. Yeah, Lucas. Lucas <laughs> George Lucas was trying to do a series um, because of what it was post um, Sith, I think it was. But before A New Hope, but nothing to do with the Clone Wars, but like the underground world of like yeah, Coruscant like, or something. Like nobody cares about that right now. No, like, unless unless right you're on the yeah. Well, no, like unless you're super deep into the lore Mythos. and the comics and all that kind of stuff. Um, the only thing people want to watch right now is stuff that they've already um, at they least seen a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they have they have a little bit of a an understanding. So like when you if you have a Star Wars property and I don't know, like Jedi just aren't in there, you're going to lose a lot of casual viewers. Do you think that's why they threw the Jedi's in in the later part of season two? Pretty much had to. I mean, that's why they threw in. Are they the dancing lobsters of the Star Wars world? <laughs> it's pretty much why they threw in Baby Yoda in the first place, right? Because they were like, all right, it's not actual yeah. Yoda. Familiar race. Though. But it's exactly, it's a familiar race. And, you know, let's see where we can go with this. And then now, I don't know, who knows uh, what's going to happen after season three with this guy. Well, I think it, like I don't think it was coincidence that they didn't choose to name the, the kid until later on, because I think a lot of people were like, oh, my God, that's Yoda. And they they're yeah, sure, whatever. It's Yoda. Screw it. Right. Yeah. Knowing full well right. that it's not. You, you can th- you can think that for now. What difference does it make? <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. But now that it's like part of the lexicon, no one's calling it Grogu. Uh, yeah, it's it's true. No one's it's just it's still no or the Yoda. child. It's still baby Yoda. Yeah, even though it's not Yoda. Again, unless it's going to be revealed that maybe the race is Yoda, and thus, yeah, I, I think it's just he is still. Race. I just but he's not even a baby. He's fifty years old. He's a baby in Yoda years. Yeah, probably. I guess it's like a Doggy what an elephant, like you know, like a yeah. elephants carry for what like eighteen months or something like that, and. They come out so they're basically a year and a half old, but they're really still infants. Yeah, I think it's a good yardstick for how um, how casual Star Wars viewers have become over the years. If you compare the stereotypical nerdiness of the fans in the '70s and the '80s and stuff like that, um, it's gotten a lot more casual. It's gotten to the point where you can just call it Baby Yoda. Yeah, you I, I, you, you pretty much have to call it Baby Yoda yeah. for for people to know for who her, you're talking about. Yeah. Imagine call imagine 20 25 years ago calling a Star Wars character by the wrong name and not getting immediately scolded. <laughs> right? That's true. Are you kidding? Web... It's not Han Duo. Get out of here. On a web forum by a 400 pounder in his basement. Say it right. Riskard yeah. Riskard on. Go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because like I said, if you're showing it to a kid, like your kid, and like trying to explain, like, oh, that's like this one. He's basically a baby Yoda. Yeah, it's a simplest, yeah, the simplest explanation. It's like just trying to, what is Chewbacca? Well, he's a dog, or he's a bear, or he's (laughs) a wolf. Sure, go with all those. Sure, sure. Yeah, because if you're like, oh, he's a Wookiee, then it's just a 
whole new yeah. Well, you see, Wookiees yeah. are a race of creatures that are come from the planet of Kashyyyk. Yeah, and so, so <laughs> I, let me pull out the PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> Just go through. Honey, where are my slides? Next slide. <laughs> they all fall over. <laughs> They're like, oh, God. <laughs> Like those uh, those squares. Well, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking the Simpsons where Apu has the punch cards. That's like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh no! Just, yeah, just throw, like his... throws them immediately in the trash. <laughs> what? Was, they didn't make a game with like it was a game like Pong or something like that. He made through them. I think it was that. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the one of the most simplest yeah. things, but it just took so so many punch cards. It's like going through a long box of comics. Just like, what's this one? Throw it in like the old. <laughs> <laughs> Make us proud. Never put it Oh man, Simpsons gets us every time. That's the. That's just what I picture your family to be, Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Offense. Hundred percent. It's the truth. Um. What was your first, uh, before we dig deeper into this, your first foray, foray into uh, Star Wars? Because I know Ashley's never seen Star Wars, but she was dragged to see Return of the Jedi. So her first exposure was Return of the Jedi. Um, but I saw 4, 5, 6, not the way they were supposed to be, when they were re-released with the, as the first of the first special editions. Yeah, that first like VHS set that came out. Yeah, the gold, the gold, the gold sleeves. Yeah. With the really shoddy CGI on Jabba before they fix it to even shoddier CGI. Yeah, mine was uh, pretty. Like a, a lot of my older cousins were into it, so I I remember like seeing them before the like re-releases and all that stuff. Did you see them any the re-releases in theaters? I saw. I, I saw. Yeah, I saw the the re-releases in theaters, um, but I had seen them like before that but i didn't really remember them and so like my first kind of full out like i remember watching from start to finish was at the theater uh during the i guess it was the 20th anniversary something like that i think that came out yeah mid 90s yeah mid 90s it was like one came out right yeah um and so but like that, I mean, I was always into space and sci-fi and stuff like that. Star Wars was mm. just the perfect, you know, my older cousins were watching it and I watched what they watched. And yeah. so like, that's how I got into it. And then it just kind of carried. I just watched even more as much as I could. Ryan, how say you? Uh, it would have been, I think it was the, it would, I watched them in order. A new starting new hope uh on the vhs's that had like it wasn't the gold ones it was the ones that had like the masks on the front like a new yeah. hope had whatever yeah. one was Darth Vader, one was the stormtrooper i think yeah was, and then i saw i got to i there, there was a time where i had seen every star wars in theaters until i think it was force awakens the only one I had not seen in theaters was uh, Clone War, uh, not Clone, uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. No. Oh, uh, what was the what's the one between Force Awakens and the last one? Last Jedi. Yes. The last Jedi. 
Yeah. I'm like, uh, <laughs> the last one? Yeah. Wait, is he, is he saying he doesn't, remember, he doesn't remember the last Jedi name or he doesn't remember Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the, it was the last Jedi. Yeah. The, the last Jedi was the one that I didn't see in theaters because my dad went with his friend without me. I remember. I remember, old man. And you still gave him your webcam? What a nice guy. Yeah, right? Just picture him on his deathbed. Ryan, come closer. Fuck you. You yeah, saw yeah, Last you Jedi did. without me. <laughs> Don't think I'm doing anything for you. <laughs> yeah. Pissing on your grave, old man. So, yeah, Mandalorian takes place yeah. after Return of the Jedi. And it's, what, a couple years, right? Like five years or something like that? Uh, Just after the fall of the Empire, the Rebellion has kind oh, of started writing the, the ship. And so we're dealing with the fallout of uh, that. So there's very much people still hanging on, much like what's going on in the real yes. world right now of a <laughs> fall of one empire and people still trying to hang on to it. Um, I think it's for me, even without the sequels, because it's not, you know, following the story of Luke Skywalker or, or Leia or Han or whatever, setting it after the fall of um, the empire, which is what we were introduced to as the big, you know, tyrannical power. And then picking up after them falling and seeing how the other guys are going to take over is like the best way of doing it. Especially if you're going to do it in this practical style that we were accustomed to watching before yeah. blue and green screen took over with the prequels. Ugh, that was too much. I like the, the new technology they're using for Mandalorian. Seems pretty Yeah, because cool. it's kind of just... It's designed for you to shoot practically, but have your backdrops. Yeah, be your. I forget. Uh, I I don't know if it was IGN or, um. I don't know who it was, but they did a, you know, this is how Mandalorians shooting their scenes, like, uh, mm. you know, they're not using green screen, and this is going to be the future of of like movies and stuff like that, and uh, that it was one of the coolest videos I've yeah, seen. Because they're like on location, but. They're but they're kind not. of on a soundstage. Yeah, so it's like they have a, yeah, they have their soundstage, but then they have like a kind of almost a half circle or a full circle of screens behind them that they mm. can adjust however they want to, um, and so they can get a full cinematic like three hundred and sixty degree view of wherever they are because a lot of a lot of Mandalorian is set like outside you know yeah desert open world like just there's you know nothing in the distance and so to do green screens everywhere would just be like an annoying hassle um i mean marvel does it but um it's with this they, they cg everything yeah <laughs> with sam this, jackson's gun <laughs> with this it's a little easier because they can they don't really have to do as many cuts and stuff because they can still pan the camera around and keep the scene um, looking exactly like it's supposed to. It's yeah. really, it's very interesting. And we have our hero, is it Din Jardin? Yes. A nice name there. <laughs> Again, right. another one of those things where <laughs> no one calls him like, that. Which I, is it's, my, yeah. my other thing too is with. Like, we had a set of movies where you had a Luke 
his uncle Owen. <laughs> sure, Leia, okay. But Han, still not as normal, but a name that you would have heard if you yeah. went overseas. Why is like every name now, like post the OG trilogy, like the most messed up? Well, now Tolkien type names. Uh, now we're in the the rest of the entire universe. I get that, but you tell me there's no Clint out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got Moff Gideon. Carl. What's, uh, yeah, Carl. <laughs> yeah, I was just say, what's Carl Weathers as a character's name again? But they're oh, all just uh, these like most. Yeah, like they're ridiculous they're sounding names. For, just for, for the, the sake, sake of doing of, it. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to be a, like an empire general named Carl. Yeah, grief carga. <laughs> it might it might be oh, I don't know. At least for the bad guys, it might just be that you know if you if you start naming you know the bad guy Carl and all these uh, regular Carls and they have like, uh, be like I'm not a bad guy. Well, like, Amy Amy Sedaris's character is Pelimoto. Maybe Moff Gideon wasn't his real name. Like Kylo Ren wasn't. That was self-appointed, wasn't it? Well, it was the, yeah, Knights of Ren. Yeah, his name was just Ben. Ben, Ben Solo. Right? Do I have that right? Yeah. <laughs> Can I get some validation on my, <laughs> on my knowledge, please? Yeah. Someone, someone pull that up. Oh, yeah, Poe po Dameron. Finn. That's a cool name. I always like that. Well, Finn is, they just called him that because his was it FN287 or something like that. Was his, like, call two, sign? 287, yeah. Oh, so excuse me, I missed a digit. Yeah. Right. Well, it's a whole new person at that point. <laughs> Get off the podcast. <laughs> That's a whole 900 more people. Yeah. But I think it's just a, like the, it seems like, especially with Mandalorian, um, the names really just don't matter at all, right? Like no, no. one ever calls him anything other than Mando, um, which also like, I don't get because, like, I thought that he was a Mandalorian, not that. Yeah, like, was I think Mando. I mentioned. I, I saw this on uh, on uh, Twitter. It was that someone's like, so a Mandalorian is both a race, a religion, and a person. Uh, a person. Yeah. So I said, in the Star Wars universe, it's like going around just calling somebody Jew, because, like, you know, you're, yeah. you're you're you or that is your faith, that is your ethnicity, also your name, apparently, <laughs> also your name, really. So yeah, everyone calls him Mando. But it's but it's only him. Everyone like he's the only one that people call Mando. Yeah. Everyone else because you got you know gets all named. the other Mandalorians got names. Um, uh, Bo Katan. Yeah, Bo Katan. Like they all have names that other people refer to them as. And uh, Din over here is just he's Mando <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yeah, and then maybe that's also. Um, I think that was just poor, poor yeah, or poor planning, possibly. Like you know, maybe they just wrote themselves into a corner. Like he's going to be the Mandalorian, but then as they decided to expand the universe and, and bring yeah, more and people into more it, Mandalor Mandalores. Yeah, it's like yeah. well, let's call this movie the Last Jedi. But in the th next movie, we have another Jedi. a new Jedi, several <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So. But yeah, like I outside of. Mando, Baby Yoda, and you know, in in season two, uh, Asaka Tano. What other names are really thrown? And, and Moth Gideon, but like everyone else, you know, no one talks about the names 
Can you na- name another character? Without looking at my phone? Without looking at your phone. I don't like this game. Uh, <laughs> well, Boca <10. laughs> I'm, I'm struggling. Car- uh, was it Cara Dune? Yeah, Cara Dune. Dune. She's, she's like relatively no- well-known. But like, you know, those one and dones that you see that like, I helped him fix his ship or... Yeah, the know, I have spoken dude. Like, I have, Yeah, what's uh, Nick Nolte? What's, <laughs> what, yeah, sure. What's, you, have, you have Mandalorian, you have Baby Yoda, you got Nick Nolte. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that guy was Nick Nolte, wasn't it? Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah, all right. See? <laughs> Making me so much yeah. crazy. Let's just refer to people either by the real names or their other characters. You got Mandalorian, you have Nick Nolte, Baby Yoda, you got Apollo <laughs> Creed. Yeah, like, that's it. <laughs> like, what's... Um, and Moff Gideon. What is the girl that helps them out a lot in the first season? The Amy Sedaris one? Yeah. Yeah, that's like, that uh, Pele or whatever. Yeah, like, she, she was... Pele! She was in, like more than half of the episodes and still, yeah and she looks like thing. ripley from aliens yeah i, com- like, I completely forgot about her she, exactly she, she's in season two i think once right she's she when has, he uh, yeah like a couple of yeah, episodes I think when he, like when he end, swings by tatooine there she is yeah you think a guy on the run from absolutely everybody wouldn't go back to the same mechanic right it's true. Yeah, I mean, if if he trusts her, then oh, what? maybe she's like yeah, know, she's, she's looking out for him. Well, she's looking out for Baby Yoda. She could have been bought off by then. She could have been fucking killed. She or... had she has low labor rates. <laughs> the droids. <laughs> yeah, she's got the droids doing half the work, right? So maybe she doesn't require as many credits as other uh, shops would. Don't get me into droid labor. That's a whole different. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what would you prefer? Would you prefer droid labor? Or would you have all these you know, unionized people building Death Stars? Jawa. I mean, <laughs> they're probably unionized. But the droids? We, 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 we talked a bit about this um, over Instant Messenger Corps and getting into like the economics and the uh, more industrial side of Star Wars, which rarely gets touched upon in detail. I was telling Core earlier today, V... Uh, that one of the things that I liked about Rogue, I think I'm 95% sure it was Rogue One, where they encounter the arms dealer and they find out that the arms dealer is just selling ships to both sides. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, you remember, you remember that scene? And yeah. I was, I remember it being so like, so intriguing being like, wow, like, you know, Star Wars just isn't always about the good and evil rebels versus empire like there's actually a whole world that exists outside of that where nobody really gives a shit about the perspective of good and evil yeah they're just they're in it for the economy but like the economic yeah, <laughs> i guess the, the closest i would say it had to that would have been like the brief beginning of um phantom menace with the, the trade the, the trade federation, federation yeah like they're working with everybody, right? Just to make a buck. True. Yeah. That. That. I mean. But yeah. But not. Not like this. We hear like yeah, you know, these guys are selling it. to these guys. These guys I'll, are selling I'll to ne- these guys. Yeah. I'll never openly credit Phantom Menace, but <laughs> yeah, like I'd like to see more of that sort of, you know, that dynamic instead of yeah, which, oh, look, there's a Jedi again. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Yeah, like it's it's tough, right? Because like that's what we grew up watching. But at the same time, like as we get older, you start to realize that really, like, it's kind of like you're watching escapism, and they're preaching religion to you. Yeah, like you have these people who are growing up believing this type of uh, belief system that these guys are, uh, you know, 
to to channel the force, you have to believe in the teachings of these people and da 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 da. Like you get that everywhere every day. Like show me bad arms dealers. That's all I want. That that's all I want. <laughs> I think that's all anyone wants. <laughs> show me shady arms dealers. Yeah. Shady I want my arms dealers. I want my um my bounty hunters. Yeah. I want my uh Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I I'm they kind of, they kind of started to veer away from it, but it was really cool to see the 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 bounty hunting world looked at a little bit more in depth at the yeah, start like of the first Lord. yeah the first few episodes were yeah. were very like bounty heavy yeah that was cool I wish and they I continued the, that more the code of it all like you know you take a job you do the job whatever happens after yeah. that it doesn't it's matter not, it's yeah. not part of it the career the career pathing of Star Wars if you will. That's what I want. And like the different, the different guilds and stuff like that. Like, uh, I want a Star Wars career day. That's what I want. <laughs> See, but here's the just, thing: just if, like if gymnasium happens, with different yeah. booths. But <laughs> at that point, it's like the only booths that would have lineups are like bounty hunter, bounty hunter, Jedi, and like moisture evaporation specialist pilot. <laughs> Yeah, you got some. Sorry, sorry about it. Yeah, you got some guy over there, you know, just with his power converters. Yeah, guess I'm working my shop. I don't know. I like <laughs> I would repair the Tashi Station. Yeah, uh, <laughs> booth. I would actually like to see. Like, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe Ma- I'm a niche Ma- market Ma- bartender. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm a niche market, but I like I would. Yeah, like I would want to see. Like I want to see those variety of things. Like how does uh salvaging work in star wars you just got like, some like mother dragging the kid in he's like no no like, i'm not doing this i'm gonna <laughs> i want to join the cantita band <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me mom yeah i just want to you and your, just you and dad keep going to the jedi temple on sundays he's not even my real dad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> damn it clint <laughs> Go ahead, just check my metachlorian levels. You know he's not my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, metachlorians. And then, yeah, so the biggest reveal, I guess, in season two, because I said season one is basically just do your job, and then he decides he doesn't want to do his job and keeps the kid. Yeah, every episode is just a a new way that that he has to protect the kid. (laughs) Yeah. Or protect the kid a, a and then new, it's take the kid to find his race and that's like how the season ends and then we learn in season two that no you don't need to have him find his people you need to have him to find a jedi yeah which to ryan's point is you know now was, we brought him in just to the point was of, it was it necessary yeah was it worth it <laughs> was it worth it <laughs> for some people it was yeah was the reveal at the end yeah i mean i i it's not that i didn't enjoy it i did i just I don't know. I felt like it was a bit of a cop out. Oh, absolutely. Like, well, we'll, we'll get there. But yeah. yeah, so season two starts off where he's like, his ship is destroyed. Mangled. Um, he has to go kind of get it fixed, but he goes to Tatooine. Hey, see, he has to find see, a, a Seeking out Mandalorians. The Mand- Mandalorians will help him find where this kid this, comes yeah, from. Yeah, where this kid needs to go. Um, and then he goes to some random part of, and like, this is another one, like as soon as 
they said the word or the planet Tatooine. I'm like, ugh, like you have an infinite, infinite number of planets yeah. that you could choose. You couldn't but help yourself. You had, but you choose. can't go to Jakku because we don't learn about Jakku to the movies. No, but they he, no, I get to it. literally any other planet. Like, yeah, it, yeah so you know is, they're going. He's going to Tatooine again to set something up. You can yeah, even make they, up a new one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they're going to Tatooine because people have heard Jatooine before. Um, and that was the, I was like, ah, oh, come on. Like you have this whole new property that. Well, don't forget. They went to Tatooine in season one. They did, but like it, it was just as <laughs> bad. Going back. Season, yeah. It was just as bad in season one to, to have to kind of not even shoehorn. Right. But it's like the, they're doing this to draw in the like super, yeah, super, super casual viewer. Yeah. That's like, Oh, like <laughs> I understood that reference, you know, like, yeah. So, um, are they going to mention Alderaan? Yeah. Like, you just, you just wait. <laughs> um, but like all the, you know, they're all those things. They're just bringing back to, to appease the people who yeah, but like, have no idea. As you know, like we it's, a ca- in, it's a catch up mechanism basically. We, we, and it's, we live in an age where nostalgia just makes you warm and toasty. It's true. Uh, that too. Yeah. It makes so, people feel like they haven't missed anything in the past 30 years. Yeah. Like, they, uh, like, like right where we left off. Tattooing. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure nothing has changed. Yeah. It just shows his ship flying over Uncle Owen's farm, and there's the skeleton still there. Yeah. No, they're, they're buried now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then he goes to find this Mandalorian who has very familiar looking armor. Uh, it's Boba's armor. It's Boba's armor. And we're like, oh shit, is it him? Uh, nope, it's not him. No, it's Timothy Elephant. Yeah. Who did? Again, because we did? don't remember his names. We just know who they actually yeah. are. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what his name was. He he did such a good job. And then like we, we got one episode of him. And that's or, all you'll get of him now. Maybe he's the second one? I don't know. I can't expensive. remember. No? It's Timothy Elephantastic. Yeah. yeah, and like that's a, it's in an eight, was it eight or ten episodes? Eight. Eight. Yeah. Um, it was a long a, one, so that may in, in this world, an, like an hour episode is like three. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but like I thought he was so good, and I thought they would be able to like bring him back at some point. Uh, but nope, we got him in the first episode, and then that was it. And I was like, all right. We got a lot of like one-off backstory characters. on uh, the sand people, the Tusken Raiders. Yeah, like, that's true. Sign language and a whole. We, uh, we got a bit of that in the first season too, right? Well, this was in depth. Yeah, this was super. Like learning, in-depth. like like how they how they operate. Yeah, like deals. Oh, this is what Ryan wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, but you could have done a lot, a lot less of the uh, 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 like yeah. for like forty minutes. Yeah, I could, I could have. It's like you're not watching Animal Planet here. It's not Sea World. They're, they're very good business people, though. Yeah, and if you frighten them off, they'll come back in greater numbers. Exactly. Um, and then they had the uh, the fight with the like tremor. Yeah, the, it's like the dune, thinking of it, just the sandworms. The, yeah, the dune sandworm. <laughs> um, 
that was another thing kind of so it seems like each episode of mandalorian uh first season as well as this one a little bit was just like you know you're if you're playing like an open world game you have your main story and then you have yeah. your like side quests yeah. and it seems like every episode is just a side quest like yeah, it's you like know, you it's complete, like okay. you completed the main story, so now you're just finishing the game. Yeah, he's like, like, okay, I have to, I have to find this Mandalorian. Um, finds finds him, realizes that he's not actually a Mandalorian, and then the whole episode is just doing tasks to get back that armor, which yeah. is like not really a, a main story point. It, yeah. it ends up being, you know, useful later on, but it's like it could have also been like, oh, hey, you can't help me. You're completely useless. All right, I'm gonna yeah. move on to my next thing. But he no, would, he wouldn't have ever existed if, like, he would have been completely in the dark otherwise. Yeah, wouldn't have and, even done. And yeah, and it would have been fine. It wouldn't have changed his main task. Well, and the other thing too is he makes the big point of you're not Mandalorian. Give me that armor. It belongs to this dude. Is also not a Mandalorian. He is a foundling yeah. who's just raised in it. So sure, he's. Adhering to the code, like he's, right? Yeah, he's, but, he's more. Yeah, right? he's 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 a Mandamorian, but <laughs> nice. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but he's still not like legit. Yeah, because he was yeah. one of the religious. Like they, he got labeled as one of like the super extremely religious zealots, right? Like yeah. he he came from the the, he's, the he's elitist. Yeah, the elitist Mandalorian, the Mandamorians, if you want. Really <laughs> like yeah. Because like I'm pretty sure that's like mentioned in like the first season, right? By those people who don't like him. What the other man? The the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, because he goes out and. Yeah, it's like, like you're not really a Mandalorian. You're just a poser or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> While he's just taking all his money and converting it into armor. Like a Beskar, yeah. He's Beskar Steel, man. He's the only one leveling up. All the other ones yeah. are like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just... saving. I'm saving mine. Yeah, Gotta get your gear upgrades, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Save enough for that jetpack. That's right. <laughs> oh, everyone can fly now. <laughs> yeah, it was funny at the end of season one. Where everyone's got jetpacks but him. Yeah. Uh, he's like, wait, what? <laughs> and then he gets a jetpack and... Oh, of course. You, you can't. You can't let him not have a jetpack. You can when it's crucial to the plot. Yes, but which in also that was probably like in that episode is the thing that irked me the most. What that? Hey, he, well, he, like when he's well, we'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> this whole podcast, we'll get there. Yeah. So the big reveal at the end of after killing the Dune Sandworm is that, uh, and he flies off the armor. We have a mysterious figure looking on. Which is we know is Boba Fett. Boba. Boba Fett didn't didn't die at the hands of the Sarlacc. Yeah, do they explain how he got out of there? He just got out of there. Yeah, he was not slowly digested over a thousand years. Yeah, no, uh, I f that's going to be. I mean, I'm sure we'll get into that uh, either next year or whenever that you series come comes up. In, like the series, yeah, the Boba yeah. Fett series, and, and like that's kind of the thing so i remember when we talked about um solo a few years ago uh we were like this is a story that no one really like i you know i've never wondered how han solo became a scoundrel you know i'm, I'm okay with meeting him for the first time 
in A New Hope. And that is, you know, I'm, I'm okay not knowing his backstory. Um, now, Boba Fett, I am very interested in, like, how he got that. out, what happened afterwards, you know. Like, obviously, he went in with his armor. He got out. Without his I don't armor. Know, yeah, like, maybe with his armor. And then, what, did he get beaten? Like, did he get bested? Or bested by Jawas. Bested by Jawas. Or did he come out without his armor? And then, you know, the Jawas went after the Sarlacc poop and dug it out or whatever. But, like, that's a much more interesting backstory than any of Han Solo's, like, what, how he got his name, how he met Chewie. Like, none of that. I also love, like, how, why does his name it not have to be his name? What do you mean? Like, why couldn't he have just been Han Solo? Why oh, was yeah, there a yeah. whole thing, thing of... Oh. oh, that's not his name. He had this other name. Yeah. But my, I was thinking, how much of Han Solo really is just the performance by Harrison Ford? Oh, so much. A lot of it. Absolutely. I think if, if it was played by anybody else, would anyone even care or think otherwise that he was a different type of person? Or would you think just hot? Harrison Ford went into it thinking this is, this is yeah. bullshit, but it's a paycheck, and played it that way, thus making him a better character but still not enough to warrant anything else. Yeah. I, I mean, like maybe his scoundrel is not that he was a scoundrel. His, him being a scoundrel is just because that's how he was played. Because I mean, we had three different, we had two different, no, three directors in those original trilogy, uh, original trilogy that, you know, because yeah, he was diff- definitely different in number two than he was when he was in the first one. Yeah. He, like he could have played it any number of ways. And obviously we've seen it this way so many times that it's like well that's obviously the only way to play han solo um and yeah maybe there's a better way and maybe there isn't but you know at least in uh episodes four five and six you kind of see his progression from just in it for the money to uh in it you know not in it for friends but becoming friends uh becoming like romantically involved all that kind of stuff like you see that progression yeah but like the thing is i i never needed to see anything before that no and i think that arc is all you needed because that is basically tells the tale because we're going to see the reversal with this trilogy right other han solo movies which yeah like nobody wants to watch the backwards like okay so he's was a dick less dick Good guy. We want to watch him be a good guy, become a dick to watch him become a good guy again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. But like, yeah, it's uh, that whole movie was just a, a waste. Like, it was like two and a half hours just for us to end the debate of parsecs. Pretty much. <laughs> the castle run. The yeah. castle run, yeah. It's, bas- it's, it's basically going to be like the Black Widow movie is just going to, it's they're going to be in Budapest at one point and be like, ah, yeah. there we go. Now, they, they did it. They said Budapest. And now, now I know why they said Budapest in like seven movies over the MCU. Yeah. Like the only thing that is like remotely interesting about that movie would be the inclusion of characters that we haven't seen since other movies like Thunderbolt Ross, <laughs> just to see how he was before Hulk. Yeah. 
Let's see uh, how his path led to him, I guess, I guess, being Secretary of State or whatever. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, no. But that's uh, the problem. Like, I oh, I hate prequels. Like they're entirely unnecessary. Even to have one, two, and three of this. Like we knew Absolutely. Vader was bad. We knew where Vader came from. We again, it's just like console. We didn't need to see him go from kid to bad. We knew he was at one point good. He ends up bad. I think all those movies did was just destroy that character. Sell toys. Sell toys, turn him from like a badass to a whiny emo kid and ruin Jake Lloyd's career of yeah, oh acting God, just so bad after that. You didn't think he was whiny and jingle all the way. <laughs> I introduce <laughs> Phantom Menace. Um, I don't know. Like, I think there's, there's certain backstories that are worth revisiting, I guess. Cause like I was like pretty, I don't know. I was eh, on the fence of um, rogue one and well, watching it rogue again. One is, Cause it's, like, it's not like you're not getting a main player. His backstory. You're getting the story of how right. this that's guy. What I, right? That's what I mean. Is like it's still it's it leads into it is a, a prequel in the sense that it leads like the storyline leads into. Well, I mean, leads directly into a new hope, but like that's a it's a pretty main plot point in a new hope, right? The Death Star plans, yeah, yeah. Before that, it was just oh, how did they get them, and that's it. We we don't really know. Oh yeah, some we got them from a, a droid or we got them from a, off a disc or whatever it is. Um, like that's a story that's, you know, potentially yeah. worth telling. Like how, how did they actually get this information instead of just saying, Oh yeah, we have this information. Um, Cause let's not forget that that new hope starts with a ship being chased after and fired upon. Yeah. And then we cut to inside and, you know, explosions are going off and people are dying. So yeah. Cause you know that literally minutes before the credits, something was going something on something major happened yeah um but not 20 years ago a woman birthed well, a baby yeah that part and that guy becomes <laughs> but uh all right so continuing on with with mando um after after he takes that armor uh from uh timothy timmy timmy <laughs> <laughs> um he has he is this where that's where we have the frog lady now? Like a, another, oh, side, yeah. another? Oh my god, yeah. that was just so, uh, another side quest. Yeah, so another side quest <laughs> for, for an entire. Okay, what was worse, two. that episode or people like reacting to? Oh my god, he's eating babies. I think the because that was a that was a big social media people like yeah really? yeah he's genocide. He's yeah, just, people don't understand that you if you eat eggs. I mean, they're that eggs. is those are un unborn animals. Like I hate, I hate to break it to the world, but yeah, eggs are a pretty have... normal thing. Common delicacy. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, the the and I think that was a two episode swing with the frog lady, and like that whole. Well, yeah, because it was because them landing they, on the non Hoth. Non Hoth. Yeah. See again, that's that's what they should have done. They. They could have just been like, "Oh, we have to land on Hoth," With and these then have giant... be like, "Woo, Hoth! He did it!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, yeah, we they had... were like, "Oh yeah, there's some this no, other the spider, pl yeah. spider planet, Both." 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like the 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 frog lady episodes, it's just a quest. Like, oh, you got to get this frog lady to her husband. And, Which, is, uh, but it was where he was going, though, right? Yeah. Well, it was. He had to go there anyway. To he see. had to go there anyway. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that's where he was trying to meet. But he couldn't use hyperspace because of the frog lady. That was huge. That was a major inconvenience. He couldn't jump, remember? Yeah, I thought that was his his ship was messed up. No. Uh, oh, it was because of the eggs? It was. It had something to do, something with, to do with her eggs. So he couldn't jump, and that's when he got pulled over by the rebels. And yes, that, that's right. That, sorry, the whole thing. Man, fuck that frog lady. <laughs> She she actually was the worst. She was the worst. He had no license registration. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that two up two episode arc was like all all it was was uh, to get him to meet um, Bo-Katan. Or yeah, because he yeah, he has he, he has to leave uh, he has to leave the kid with Frog Lady to. Go be a pirate with and Mr. Frog Lady and Mr. Frog Lady, they're they're together now. You know, at no point is she like looking at her jar of eggs, going like, exactly. Yeah. Wait a okay. second, <laughs> you're telling me you didn't you, like people ca- people check the eggs at the grocery store. You're telling me that <laughs> you didn't count your eggs. I guess she figured since she was like you know holding the the jar the whole time, right? She yeah, but even after, like even I he mean, I'm like sure, ten. Yeah, I'm sure that her and her. Her frog lady husband, um, Mrs. Frog Lady, Mrs. Frog, Mr. Frog Lady, Mr. Frog Lady. Yeah. Oh, sorry, um, Mr. Frog Lady. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mrs. Frog, frog Lady is his father. Talked or something, right? Like, hey, you know, we got uh, we got twelve of these guys. You know, awesome. And then she gets there, and he's like, uh, "There's only three eggs in here." Yeah. You know, like, how it, how did that never, happen? It never came up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, it could have also just been like. Hey, listen, we're the you know the last two frog people in the world here. Uh, take what we can get. Just be happy that there's even one egg, and it's that I fro- made it here. It's a froggy frog world. <laughs> <laughs> and a baby Yoda gotta it's, eat an egg. Yeah, it's a, it's a Grogu eat frog world. Yeah. So yeah, then he, so I can't remember. So he ends up. Getting what captured, right? Mando on ship, or no, he's on a ship to get to from point A to B by some folks, and they don't like his kind or something. And we don't it, appreciate your kind around here. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they try to kill the kid and then kill him, and that's when Bo Katan shows up. And then, oh, yeah, because it, it, uh, it was the uh, it was the it the fisher, it was yeah, the parts of the Caribbean people. Yeah. What's his name there? Davy Jones. Yeah. I will say I did not expect like when they're chatting to him like to kick the baby into the water. Yeah, I thought they would kick Mando in. Yeah, that's if they it, were going to That was a nice little swerve. Yeah. I'm like, I just turned at that point I was like, oh, like I guess that's it. Like shit just got real. Yeah. yeah. He's, <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> There's no way he's gonna survive this. Yeah. I that was that's what I thought. I was just like kicks oh. kicks him in and just the credits start rolling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's how that's how they're gonna end the show. <laughs> it was all for naught. Yeah. Um but yeah, so that's when 
that's when we we meet Bo-Katan and uh, and then the rest, the other the other two Mandalorians, <laughs> the nameless ones. Um, and, they, and then they, we also learned that yeah, that, like yeah, yeah, the Mandalorian faith is just like is shit. She's like, oh, you're one of those because yeah. he take his helmet off and it's, it's yeah, like he's one of the the ancient like hardcore Mandalorians. Like, yeah. relax, man. Yeah. He's can, Mandalorian he, Orthodox. Yeah, you can you can he's take your helmet off and yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> he listens to Mandalorian rock albums and uh, <laughs> goes, goes to the, the festivals. <laughs> Preaching his Mandalorian thing. <laughs> uh, sorry to be disturbing you and the missus at dinner. Uh, do you guys have a second? I'd like to sell you this watchtower. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mr. Frog Lady. I uh, I didn't know you were busy. <laughs> it's like the Scientology of <laughs> of the Star Wars universe. Um, and then we get um. Where are we? We oh, and then Bo-Katan. and then again, he has to has to help help her in her yeah, quest. That's another side quest. Get to the Moff ship. Gideon to find out he has to go to another planet to find a Jedi. Yes, but that's what it gets. That's what it goes. For. It swerves from finding his kind to finding a Jedi to teach him. Yeah. Um, this was a fun one though. I thought like finding um Ahsoka Tano because it was like that's another one that. You may have heard that name before if you were like into Star Wars and stuff. Um, Clone Wars. And I guess, yeah, if you watched Clone Wars and stuff. But if you were just a, a casual, um, you know, main trilogies, like Skywalker Saga fan, uh, you would have had no idea who who she was. Except for, I think that she was in the scene and like after Order 66 like she's one of the ones that survives. Um, yeah. Well, but, obviously, because she's yeah. In well, this. obviously she survives. But I mean, I think we do have like we've seen her before, but not really have mention of her. Um, and I was like, well, this is cool because she's like pretty badass. Yeah, and this is where it all opens to spin off Palooza. Yes. Because <laughs> we yeah, take this, somebody this is, who's a, yeah, this a is popular character that. You know, it was growing over the years. Introduce it into a new medium. You know, it's definitely it's the episode else. that branched Mandalorian off into like four different. Yeah, because uh, it was so. We go to that one. We see her. He helps. She. That's where we learn Baby Yoda's Grogu. That he was in the Jedi Temple when yeah, he was Anakin killed the younglings. Oh. <laughs> What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so then yeah, he he was trained by or starting to get trained by Jedi. And yeah, then someone when back. Anakin was attacking, yeah, someone snuck him out, which then opens that can of worms as to oh, who was that? Uh, and, then and then she fights somebody, and she's looking for General Thawne, which is another name from. I don't know if it was Rebels or also the Clone Wars. I think Clone Wars still. But so I'm, then they yeah, so that sure. tells you what her show is going to be about, tracking yep. him down. I'm sure with many side quests. Um, but in that yeah. in that episode, that's when uh, Mando gets his like Beskar staff, 
Yeah, his which, long jump hole. Yeah, which uh, will play into later on fights. So she tells him that yeah, he, in order, f- basically he has to be trained by a Jedi. Baby Yoda grew. Yeah, and and she doesn't want to be the one to train him. Yeah, so take him to the this sacred planet with another Jedi temple or something like that, and he's got a call to the Force to find somebody the any of the remaining Jedi that's still alive to train him. So that brings us to another planet, and while he's there, Boba shows up, and we get a little bit of backstory into that. Yeah. And uh, Boba sneaks his armor on, and we get a cool fight sequence with the badassery of Boba Fett that we've been wanting to see since we were kids. (laughs) Because really, in the original trilogy, he was not... Like, how did he become this figure that everyone loved? Well, my understanding was... So he didn't exist until the Star Wars holiday special. And he was just in the background... This cool-looking guy. Yeah. Super. Then he moved into M- the Empire Strikes Back. I think he had what two lines in the whole movie. Yep. <laughs> Again, just standing there most of the time. But like that's what he he just looked. Yeah, he looked cool. Like, he had this. Like, that was it. Helmet on. That's you know got some paint scuffs on it. But then he goes out like a chump uh, by a blind Han Solo yeah. in uh, <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> Yeah, he's like this super awesome bounty hunter and gets gets jetpack by uh, flies from (laughs) Jabba's like floating palace onto this like land speeder thing, lands, fires two blasts, and then gets poked in the jetpack and into this sarlacc pit he goes. Yeah, he had such a weak like whenever he was not just standing there looking cool. He was just a super weak character. Well, they did the same thing with uh, Phasma in the new trilogy. Like, she looked cool, but she still Absolutely. also went down like a punk. Yeah. She sucked. Just... She, and, and that could have been something that they explored a lot more, but they were like, oh, yeah, she's the, the leader of the stormtroopers. And then but, she's like, a woman. Oh, God. But then it was like, never like, why? How did she get there? Like, why wasn't she like better than see the economics else? of it? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Why why was her yeah. why was her outfit all chrome plated? Yeah. And not plastic like everybody else's. Yeah, where's that in the budget? <laughs> <laughs> and why why is there why is she the only one? Like yeah. she guy- can't be just one general of the entire show, just show me the books and show me where yeah. it's allocated some, that. some guy in accounting just like uh mr wren yeah i'm just going over the books here so we've been spending a fortune on phasma's armor here now we could save a lot of money by just going with the standard plastic <laughs> but we have chrome plated armor for one person so that's an entire year's worth of uh, stormtrooper outfits Make it so. It's really, it's really, <laughs> it's really going to hurt us going into Q3. <laughs> well, you know, we have some new dark troopers that are uh, coming up the line. You know what? Just ice that. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll deal with that later. We'll figure that part out after. <laughs> between between Starkiller Base, we are, uh, we are tight. Yeah. Show, give, me, give me Better Call Saul meets Star Wars. <laughs> I don't want to watch that. 
So, like, what did the Empire just fire, file Chapter Eleven and then just come back as uh, First Order and uh, figure I they can cover their right. lot, cover all, the, cover all their losses with the uh, two failed Death Stars? You don't know Pretty anything much. about the Star Wars financial <laughs> system, Court. I can't tell you. <laughs> they should have like the Office meets Star Wars. Star Wars. Just like and just, day, day, day-to-day Death Star operations. Yeah, just have like Oscar Nunez is like going over the books. Yeah. yeah. Luke just true. looks at the camera. What, what do they do when they're not destroying planets? <laughs> they're balancing the budget. We don't know that. Well, just think of the payout to all the families that were working on the construction of the second oh, Death yeah, Star. Oh, yeah, that's true. Even the destruction of the first, that's a class well, action at least, lawsuit. At least it was done. Yes, it was built. Totally These ones off. had, like, you know, they had Teamsters and stuff, you know. Contractors. Contractors. Like, yeah. Catering was there to, you know, for the for the workers. Unless, you know, like. Yeah, exactly. Like the 401ks, I'm sure they saved it by not having to match. That's true. That's nice. But yeah, this is the exciting stuff. Personally, this is this is this is a story we we need to see. This is this is why I come on the show. <laughs> well, we did get in the the last episode. We got mentioned of uh, the first time someone actually mentioning the you know. I know it's the bad guys. It's the relics of the empire. Talk about you know how many friends I lost on those two Death Stars. Oh yeah, yeah, that was cool. Like while he's like going yeah. after her about like oh yeah Alderaan eh hmm, that sucks well I got yeah. buddies on uh, two Death Stars that didn't make yeah. it. It, it, it it similar to the whole arms dealer thing it really it really humanized uh, the Empire side and that you know what uh, you're not the good guy to everybody. Yeah, because we had six movies basically yeah. saying that these guys the Empire yeah are bad people but it's just, you know what these rebels yeah sure they were. F- Fighting the good fight, but there's casualties. Yeah, perspective. Just, just because they're bad guys doesn't mean they're bad guys. Nice. <laughs> Classic Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> it all comes back to Wreck It Ralph yeah, every time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you, you're humanizing what we took yeah, for our, our whole life to be bad guys. Like they're still villains. bad guys, but like they. I mean, they're they people too. They, they don't deserve. Yeah, they don't deserve to just get blown up for no reason. I mean, not for no reason, but it was again. They're fighting the good fight. Yeah, <laughs> good people on both sides. Too too soon. Too soon. Uh, not even a week. <laughs> oh, it's been like a day. <laughs> but um, it's felt like forever. Oh yeah, it's felt like forever. Um, but yeah, but that, that was a good moment. Um, so then, uh, so he has to get, he has to get Grogu to not a Jedi temple, but some magical, not some rock mountain, right? Some, Jedi mountain. some like stump on a building, uh, something yeah. on, a, on a mountain. Uh, and, uh, and the, the thing is that he would use his, his Jedi powers. Uh, he would use the force to call a Jedi. Yeah, he's long distance right. dedication that was that was thing and the the rest of the season i guess there was a lot of like who which jedi is it going to be that shows up right and there was a lot of like is it going to be luke because luke uh and then it was like oh is it going to be <laughs> samuel l jackson like mace windu coming in um yeah some people thought maybe 
because it's post uh, Return of the Jedi that maybe Leia yep. got trained, right? Yep. And then there's that, um, and uh, and even I think there like I thought I saw something like even though Os- Osakatana was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna do it, but then people were like, oh, maybe that was like a test that you know got to get him to this rock and like prove that he can reach out to her or whatever and have her come back. Yeah. So it was all like who who is the one that is going to come and get him? No, you only afford Rosario Dawson for one episode. Yeah, that's right. Much like Timothy Olyphant. <laughs> um but then uh what happens is none of them come and get him because Moth Gideon and his um dark troopers see again and flashback when he, um mando went back to see apollo creed to get his ship fixed we had somebody that was on gideon's payroll that put a, tra- a tracker in yeah. the ship where they're building up so this is why i guess he kept going to tatooine yes potentially <laughs> needed that Back to Ryan's things. Why are we seeing these wheeling and dealings of these uh, ship repairs? And wh- whose payroll they're on? <laughs> yeah. Want to see those books? <laughs> Someone's cooking the books. <laughs> um, yeah, so Moff Gideon shows up. But again, what when we have Boba Fett, you know, laying out why like, that's my armor. I am a Mandalorian. We get a little backstory about Django. Yeah, like he's he's the not that Django Django Fett yeah he's not Jimmy Fox (laughs) um but that he's yeah his dad was like similar yeah he was a he was also a foundling Mandalorians took him in um and because Boba's his clone therefore he's also Also (laughs) ish um but and that's the stupid thing is during that conversation it was like agreed upon you put okay I'll put down my jetpack if you stop you know shooting and stuff which i guess is <laughs> even yeah like if you don't shoot me i won't fly away yeah but i still have guns I, yeah uh, <laughs> um but uh that whole episode was like yeah it was backstory exposition and uh Basil exposition and then them the the bad guys the the dark troopers getting baby yoda Oh, and also, I like to call uh, them like Rock'em Sock'em robots because that's what they, they look yeah, like. Yeah, they definitely look like it. Like, <laughs> if only they had a little bit of color. <laughs> <laughs> then they wouldn't be dark. That's true. Um, but, uh, and then we also see that, um, what's his name, Mando's ship gets like Blown absolutely f- just destroyed. Um, which is Mando when, we season get, three. Uh, when we get Boba's ship being kind of the new, the new main S- Slave, Slave one, one is back, bitch. Slave One is back. Um, which, again, that was another, like, just awesome thing. I was like, it was definitely one of the coolest ships in all of Star Wars. It's cool. I still find it ridiculous. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, you have to lay down. To, like, you have to climb up, lay down, and then get it going before you can sit upright. I mean, a, a lot of ships are, like, in Star Wars, a lot of them just don't make sense. But it was, I mean, it's definitely one of the, the cooler looking ships. Um, and it's back. That was another, here you go, Star Wars fans. 
You don't get the Falcon, but you yeah, get Slave One. Exactly. Yeah, the Dark Troopers take Grogu, and then we have another side quest before we go back and get him. Of course, we need at least <laughs> one more side quest. This one I didn't mind so much because because uh, I think Bill Burr is just absolutely hilarious, uh, and no one questions his heavy, thick, like Bostonian accent. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm gonna talk the way I talk. I yeah, don't care. I... <laughs> whatever. Um, but uh, but that was fun. I liked seeing him again. I think Ryan, you and I talked about this. I think about that episode leading into the last episode is that we get we have we are forced into a position where. Mando's got to take his mask off. Oh, yeah. We have talked about this. <laughs> and then, as we know, what happens in the last episode, he does it again. So it, like, deflates the... Like, oh, it gets deflated so quickly. Yeah. yeah. So in this one, they have to... In order to find out where Moff Gideon's cruiser is, they have to, like, hack into the, I guess, Empire... Empire Light... Database. Computer... Database. But, yeah, Bill Burr does want to go in there because they know who he is. They might recognize him, so... Mando goes in, takes his mask off, and we have like a good, what, like five, seven minutes of face full Mandalorian. But the other thing is, like, it seems as though that face scan thing is like a, oh, is this person, like, should this person have access to this information? Why would his face be okay? Be like, you know, why wouldn't it be like a face not recognized? Yeah, who's this? Yeah. I think it maybe got it glossed over like, quickly. I think it was like one of those like they're human. gonna scan your they're gonna scan your face, but I think at the same time he was like hacking it possibly. It could be more of a signature, like when somebody like oh like who looked at these blueprints? And, oh yeah, and they, okay. you know maybe that. Yeah, yeah. I guess if you go like like when you go to an ATM, it's recording you just in case you try to steal money. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Um, but I yeah that was kind of a I don't know. At first I was like. Well, this sucks. Like they just ditched the whole "I'm never going to take my helmet off" situation. But uh, at the same time, I was kind of like, maybe, uh, maybe him and Bo-Katan had a a chat after their little quest there, and he, you know, his eyes were just open to how, you know, potentially ridiculous it was that he was believing in, you know. The, the olden ways, the, the Mandamore ways. The Mandamore and, <laughs> and, um, and so he was like, you know what? It it wouldn't be the end of the world. I, you know, I wouldn't be any less of a Mandalorian, um, especially since his reasoning was, I'm only doing this to be Get able to save the child. Um, but still, it was also just like, you know, I'm sure it was... They're just like, we need Pedro's face on here. We're paying him the big bucks. Yeah. The rest of that uh, Timothy Oliphant money goes to showing his face. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I was the, the best part I thought of that episode was the uh, when they were sitting with that captain and yeah. talking about like the wars and and all that shit that going on about like the people that he lost. And yeah, stuff and then that Bill he did. Burr like actually is like, yeah, like I was there. You You weren't all that yeah like, i was i was there next to i was the only was he was the only survivor of his team or yeah or few? like yeah maybe like from his squad but yeah. one of the few that made it out of there and uh and yeah so like that was another yeah that, was, sure that, you know, that was his turning point right that was bill burr's turning point into yeah. 
his fork uh, stuck in the road. Yeah, and he's like, "All right, I'm I'm gonna go with the good guys now and and help them out." Um, yeah. So that was another <laughs> side quest that we had to kind of push through. But yeah, that leads uh, us right to the the final, final chapter of this season, which is the get him while he's captured. Yeah. Um, and this, like, I mean, it was. I, I thought it was like it was obviously the best episode in the season. It was it kind of flew by the quickest because there was so much happening. I do like how they had little little handcuffs for yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like where did they even have those lying around? They would well, have they're ad- they're adjustable, I guess. Yeah, but his hands are like the size of a finger. <laughs> yeah. There's no way you just had those on hand for like. Tiny and their power, their power dampering ones too. Yeah, very, very comic booky yeah. there. Maybe they made them specifically for the kid. Well, yeah, they must have because like so this is not the first yeah, attempt they had on. Again, show me the books. Show me the budget. <laughs> for, so for, we are spending an awful lot of money on baby size yeah. handcuffs <laughs> with power dampening uh, yeah. powers in it as well. We're putting in a lot of resources to make <laughs> one pair of handcuffs. <laughs> You literally do not need a second. Sir, R&D is just blowing through this quarter's budget. Yeah, this is a productivity nightmare. <laughs> you haven't... Okay, first of all, you haven't caught the baby. You, you, you haven't seen him in months. You're not <laughs> even entirely sure you're going to be getting your hands on him. I don't think we really need to be spending the money right now. <laughs> not to mention you have all these dark troopers that are just draining our hydro bills. <laughs> yeah, you gotta keep them plugged in. All you gotta the time. keep them plugged in. They gotta be. Oh they gotta be. God. They have to be charged be up, cooled. ready to go. Yeah, those things take a lot of power. It's like booting up like a Windows ninety eight machine. It takes like forty five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> so then we have yeah, Bo-Katan. Basically, all the major players are involved in this, except for Boba, who's the diversion. Yep. So we got the oh, with a fresh new paint job, which irked me. The show, I just, mean, they they probably just stopped in at Tatooine again. To yeah, <laughs> same mechanic. Yeah, yeah, of course. You got a spray can. I'm looking for green and red. <laughs> you might have had some left over from Christmas. The Christmas special. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the 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 quick divert to get a paint job is always. It's like in the, the monorail episode of The Simpsons. I'm sorry, I for that haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he comes in, he creates a diversion, they get on the ship. We fight our way up to Moff Gideon. The main the main hull there. And then we have the Mando Gideon Beskar pole versus Darksaber battle. Which I thought was very cool, very fun well done fight scene and we found out that uh Beskar steel is stronger than a lightsaber Sorry. or at least a dark saber dark saber uh we kind of found that not found that out but um in the episode with uh well i know they mentioned that it's yeah it's a like the they, toughest they fight. yeah like they steel out there like adamantium or vibranium yeah um but doesn't uh a Sakatana fight, what's her name? And they go lightsaber to Beskar staff, 
and it doesn't oh yeah i guess so they don't really you know they're they're very they're matched up uh pretty equally um this one i thought was cool like i mean at this point his whole armor is beskar so you know a lightsaber strike still wouldn't have done anything to his armor Mm -hmm. which was good like i think he used that to his advantage a little bit too um but eventually he bests moth gideon and uh they kind of trap him and uh earlier on and we we still have like 15 minutes yeah so like (laughs) earlier on uh they they pretty much do a an aliens style move and all the dark uh troopers Troopers. get ejected out into space and airlock or yeah um but then this is when they they start coming back in and yeah start trying to get through them. They're all on the bridge. I did see somebody mention, maybe it was another podcast I was listening to. They were pointing out that this show did write what Endgame botched in that they had scenes with all the most powerful women of the series kicking ass and it didn't seem forced. Yeah. Rather than an Endgame where the girls just show up and they do like the like splash page money shot of them standing there. Yeah. And you're like, okay. <laughs> We, you, uh, we yeah. get it. You, yeah, we get it. This is, you didn't think twice about it. It was just, yep, this is what they do. This is what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then we see a single X-Wing fly around. Yeah, and this point when I'm watching it, I'm thinking, no, it's not going to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because like- we've seen we've seen X-Wings in earlier episodes. Yeah. I thought maybe it was going to be like, you know, somebody it, it just showed up been anyone. getting, getting lost or something. Yeah. Um, but then we see the scene where that the mirror image to the Vader scene and yes, rogue Which one was, was just so good. We get to see the, uh, the green hue of a lightsaber. And even then still, I was not yeah, sure. It still could have been anyone, but at that point you're like, Oh, X-wing green lightsaber pretty yeah. much yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you, knew it wasn't, you knew it wasn't mace windu with his purple lightsaber you knew it wasn't osaka tana with his, with her like double white double light double white <laughs> uh lightsaber um so you're kind of like unless it's a brand massive new swerve yeah, unless it's a, a brand new Jedi that we don't know, which... Hello, I'm Duke Skywalker. I'm <laughs> Luke's evil twin brother. Duke Skywalker. Uh, he, has, he has an eye patch. <laughs> yeah. Evil Luke t- Skywalker. Yeah. And two functioning hands. I lost <laughs> an eye. I didn't lose a hand. An eye patch and a goatee. Yeah. <laughs> oh my He's God. like old-timey, just me. Yeah. <laughs> Just plays with the mustache. It's like he has one of those, like you know, those like masks. It's like yeah, the glasses and the fake mustache on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, he. I would be all for that. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, this Jedi just Jedi's his way through all the dark troopers. Jedi's be Jedi. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he walks in to the main bridge there. And that's when we get the reveal. 
that it's... Oh, wait, before that, the most, like, the greatest part of it, I thought, um, was when Moff Gideon Giancarlo was just like, well, I'm gonna bite it. Yeah. <laughs> Decides like, to oh, put a plan. no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they stop him from offing himself. Uh, but yeah, so then, uh, he walks in, takes the hood off, and, uh, it's the reveal, it's Luke Skywalker, um, young-ish Luke Skywalker. D-A-C-G-I Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Um, and, oh, and R2, right? That's a, later. That's when like oh, okay. he explains, like, you know, yeah, taking this guy and... He's I did like the, the subtle, like, when he picks up the child and, like, that subtle look of, like, oh, there's another one of these guys. Yeah, it's like, oh. But then there was a big... So the, the bond between... Um, Mando and the child is obviously very great now and he has to like you know baby Yoda break him of that yeah like uh, he doesn't want to go to Luke even though he knows he should and Luke's like he's asking for your permission or you have to give permission or whatever um and then uh and then he takes that's a, it's another time where he takes his helmet off again so that baby Yoda can actually see the face of the person he's been hanging out with for the last see his face, however, touch his face, yeah, and however stuff, long yeah. timeline we're looking at here. Um, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the tears and then, uh, yeah. And then, then it all got like, dusty in everyone's houses. And uh, <laughs> something in both our eyes. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then, yeah, that's, that's, that's when R, yeah, R2 comes out. And I think R2 was like, that fucker, he's back. Yeah, God. That little guy that stole your fucking light. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we also got to mention, too, the, um, like Bo Katan's wanting to take out Moff Gideon for the purposes of gaining the Darksaber. Dark saber. Which at no point is it mentioned until after Mando yeah. beats him that only the person who defeats the owner of the dark saber gets to yield the dark saber, which ends up being Mando. giving them giving them the uh, the right to be the leader of the leader of the Mandalorians. The Mandalorians. <laughs> um, so that's yeah. I guess that's going to be. So I guess she's like the villain. I guess if season three were potentially, to... and like he doesn't even want it right at first. He's like, "Oh, that's okay. You can just have it." And she's like, "No, it it can't uh, just be." Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Snacker um, shit. It's very, very much like uh, Harry Potter. The the wand has to be like you have to you have to win the allegiance of the wand, and in in this. Case, could they just do like a like a, a fake fight w a wcw nwo thing where like hogan comes out and like just fake punches somebody he falls yeah. down and you pin him the eye exactly. poke yeah the <laughs> eye poke down you go one two three she's the champ a, a chair made out of beskar oh god that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, bo-katan with the chair yeah. oh my yeah. god so like that's that's obviously what season three is going to be about. Yeah, cage match, right? It's just it's it's going to be that. Like, is Mando going to hold on to it and be the the king of the Mandamores, or is you know are they going to 
figure out a way that uh, Bo-Katan will... Like a custody battle? Yeah. Court case? Exactly. So that's that's what like Mando Season 3 is going to be about. But then we also get uh, Boba Fett's going to have a new series. Which will be the next one, yeah. There's a delay in Season 3 of Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, I also got a question, too. Like if the hook was to get people in with Grogu, Baby, Baby Yoda, and that's now wrapped, do you think that there's going to be like go visit him on weekends or I, yeah, I do, think some, I'm, do some I'm, Skype calls? or I'm curious to see what they're going to do because it's... Or Luke's we, like, you know what? He's too far gone. Like, we it work. You got, can have him back. Yeah, like we're, I don't think we're going to have a lot more Baby Yoda. Right? It's just going to be... It's obviously new properties now. So Mandalorian Season 3, uh, Boba Fett's story, uh, Sakatano's story. Um, and I think this is where viewership of all of those is going to go downhill numbers wise. Uh, just because I, I personally know a lot of people that were only watching the show for baby Yoda and uh, girls probably. <laughs> and Ryan don't. <laughs> Ryan was all in on all in just uh, baby Yoda or bust. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, I'm sure that they'll, They'll have to shoehorn him in once in a while, um, but he's obviously not going to be a, a main focus of season three. And yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I I would say unless they have a Baby Yoda spinoff, like a training training with Yoda. Um, yeah, been like shorts. Yeah, I think this is we're not we're not going to see as much of Grogu in the future. Yeah, like for me, I didn't I don't care cuz like I was sold on Ryan's display picture. Yeah. Like, and, like, I had I, me. I I I love Baby Yoda. Like I'm I would love to see more of him. Um but I also like I don't mind if it's a separate entity than the Mandalorian stuff. This means like there's only I think so much you can do if you're going to keep him at like this age, that age. Yeah. yeah, the infant toddler age. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, right now it's basically just it would just be training montages, right? Like he's Live going to learn. <laughs> he's he's going <laughs> to the Jedi Temple to to learn how to be a Jedi. Now, if, yeah, right? if they like, had like Rocky esque montages, I'd watch that. Yeah, but it's like that's a minute and a half. <laughs> Yeah, like but that's you, all I like. They have those like playing, like yeah, like the commercial breaks of Mandalorian season three is just like, <laughs> yeah. Him in a little headband and like you know trunks and running shoes. It's Grogu with like Luke on his back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> running through the forest. I don't know how he's gonna carry Luke, but yeah. whatever, <laughs> whatever. Lifting some rocks and, and stuff. X-Wings out of <laughs> the muck and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a I found very little fault with that show. And yeah. The, yeah. I mean other I, other than the, the 16 episodes side, we got. Yeah, the side quest situation of it all. All in um, all enjoyable. But yeah, overall, I mean Frog Lady aside. <laughs> oh god, I hate her so much. And, and, and Mr. Frog Lady. 
Yeah, I would say it's probably Jar Jar Binks or Frog Lady Ryan. Oof. Oof. Yes. No. <laughs> Jar Jar. <laughs> yeah, I don't I never hate like I I understand the the Oh yeah, I'm putting put, putting that aside. I'm just trying the character itself without getting into. He meant the, well. Yeah, without getting into the racist shit. Like Gunkins as a whole was bad. Just useless. That whole storyline, everything about it. I saw somewhere today. Um, was it today or was it maybe a couple days ago on Twitter where someone basically just said, "In retrospect, nobody should have stopped." Darth Maul, he would have saved the entire like Jedi race. By just were... slaying all the Gungans? No, by taking out Anakin <laughs> Skywalker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I was thought... Actually, apparently He's the, the real healer of this whole thing. In the books, Jar Jar dies. Like, if you read the books, like, he has a very like gruesome demise. Yeah, I read that somewhere. Like, at, he... At the, uh, like, the ends of... No, basically... No, like, like, he was, like, he was, like, shunned out of... Like he, by everybody, like Gungans, yeah. and... he basically becomes like a jester on the streets and dies yeah. out that God. way. Yeah, yeah, it's like very sad. It's just doing heroin, Misa shooting up, yeah. <laughs> Misa overdosed, <laughs> just Misa turning tricks on the corner. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, Misa, love you for five dollars. Imagine, I'd watch that. Like, put that Ryan in your in your underground Star Wars. Right, just like these arms out, dealers are just like walking out, down this scratching out accounting putting in prostitution <laughs> got it got it just some guys walking like through an alley you just see some land speeder just rocking and then a jar jar's head pops up guy gets out throws some credits some best car armor <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck yeah! Oh jeez, that was uh, ominous. Yeah, I think that means we're running out of time. I think so. An hour and a half. That's a but yeah. It wasn't like Wonder Woman complaining. No, it was appreciation of yeah, yeah. Uh, the love. Oh. <laughs> the love. We want yeah, so... more of the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, um, just before we wrap, because I know there's a lot of other Star Wars projects come up, but let's just fo- keep in line with Mandamorians and, and things. If, because um, I always, we were supposed to get a Bubble Fett movie, which then ended up being this show. And now we're getting a Bubble Bubble Fett show. Which will end up being a movie about me. <laughs> yeah, but do you think, like, now that we're getting Boba, do we need the Mandalorian? I think it's it's a different story now, right? Could you see possibly that maybe They're Boba would, yeah, Boba would take over? Because yeah. I know a lot of people were like, especially like guys I work with were talking about this when they had, um, at that one scene in the first uh, season when 
uh, what's her face? Like Finnick or whatever. The one that ends up working with Boba later Fennec, when she's supposed to Fennec, yeah, when she's supposed to, appears to be dead and then somebody walked up. People are like, oh, is you can hear like what sounded like uh, Spurs. Thought maybe it was gonna be Boba Fett. Like, oh no, it was probably Moff Gideon, and he never saw her again until we saw Boba Fett. Yeah. So people were just were more pumped at the possibility that he was gonna show up than anything else. Now that they have him, we've established that he's badass, like we always assumed he would be. Do we need this guy who's obsessed with a child? I don't. I think now, like Mandalorian's story is diverging away. Right? It's it's going to be about the the dark saber and stuff like that and so their their stories are going to be different like boba fett's journey and mandalorian's journey are going to be two very different things uh that probably aren't really going to be crossing paths or anything so like it's going to be two separate shows and uh but i think they'll be very different shows even though the characters might look the same well one character on each show might look the same. Yeah, the uh, Mandalorians. Exactly. But like with I guess going back to the Boba Fett story, like we're going to have a backstory that we know. We're going to have settings that we know. We're going to have characters like we we go back to Jabba's palace on Tatooine and he takes out Bib Fortuna who we learned that I guess took over for Jabba after Jabba yeah, got taken out. Right? <laughs> a little <Really>? bit. <laughs> and then now, you know, Boba's sitting on the throne of a mob boss, which which might end up being what you want, Ryan, is that we're going to have a show that's going to focus on the criminality of Tatooine and the mob. Space mob. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> that's all I want. That's all I want. The criminal underworld of a galaxy far, far away. Which was somehow a long time ago, yet in the future. Yeah, can't, can't wait. That's a wrap. That's I think <laughs> that's it. That's all. That's it. That's all, folks. That's right. All right. Whew, got it all out of my system. <laughs> so that is. I, th- I thought it was going to be. Sorry, I thought it was going to be a bit more ranty. Actually, I said to him not to type it out to save it for the show, but he went on for. Two good paragraphs. Got it all out of his system. Yeah, if we did any more, that he would have to just read the conversation. <laughs> Sometimes I just can't wait. That's right. No. He understands. Yeah. He gets it. He gets it. <laughs> it's better than, I guess it's better to get it out than being Bernie Sanders sitting in. <laughs> <laughs> yup. <laughs> Which I think will be our display pictures at some point. Just, just him, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be, be, being at a theater. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be us with Spider Man Three. Yeah, oh, home God. for the holidays. Okay, that is open caller for this week. Follow us socially: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. dot com. Open caller pod for Fischel, the faceless wonder. Ryan and myself, this is Corey reminding you to keep it casual.